Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Pale Meals podcast. My name is Michael, and with me is... The already-in-progress Jeremy. Michael, how in the world are you? Jeremy, I'm doing quite well. We're coming in here. We actually have some recorded live bits face-to-face. We do. We did. Yeah, we did. um, To present to you. Um, But it was a little haphazard. Um, is it haphazard or half-hazard? Uh, um, I realize it's probably haphazard, but the pH always threw me off. Um, I'm calling it haphazard, I think. That's fine. Oh, yeah, that is right. Half, half, interesting. Never thought yeah. of it. Yeah. I'm calling it the disaster cast, but it's really not that disastrous. Um, it's not that bad. No. Basically, it was the end of the night, and so it was more like Jeremy and I just spinning yarns and talking about phantasm. I think we threw some yeah, we did. trivia in there. Fiance of the show is in there too, helping out with the trivia. I sound ridiculous. Let me just put that out there. <laughs> what was the word you described it as? Um, goosey? Goosey, yeah. 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 Um, it's interesting though. So I have, obviously I have final edit of all these shows. So oh, yeah. if I sound stupid, I can take it out. Um, That's fair. But I probably do more editing of the like the in-studio episodes and like cutting cutting out all my stammering like I just did right there and my pauses than I did here with anything like I just it's almost frustrating like when I was goosey I just had flow of uh, thought and idea and then here in the studio I'm like <laughs> stammering trying to think of words and stuff so I'm kind of jealous of goosey me in that regard um <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had the best of both worlds, but alas, um, that's not possible. Um, the other little caveat I want to throw out, too, is I think there's some weird audio things that go on because I think I was using my phone while we were recording, trying to look up stuff, and I think that screwed something up. So I think at one point, like, the conversation topic suddenly shifts <laughs> and it doesn't really make sense. That's because I edit out a big audio pop, and at some point... The audio went like ASMR quality microphone, and it reverted back like after five minutes. So I I try to fix that, but if it sounds weird, that's what that is. Interesting. Yes. And then my final, final caveat is I think, so the beer we had was the, I want to say it was Serpico, but that's a movie with um, Al Pacino. Al Pacino. What was the beer we had? The, what's it called? Oh God, is this the one at Sanctuary? No, this is the triple IPA we had. Oh, uh, Spicoli. Spicoli, nah, not Serpico, Spicoli. Close. Also also an early 80s movie, though. Yes. And so I think I kind of ruined my tongue on Puffy Cheetos. <laughs> yeah, we did have a lot of those. Um, <laughs> I think we so, had like a bag of those things. Yeah. Like, because I had that, I had the, uh, <laughs> exactly, the triple IPA and very hoppy, and it kind of just cranked it to 11 on my tongue, like, uh blew out the speakers and later on I had a, a light lager and it had the like same hoppiness. I'm like, wait a minute, that, how can these two beers that are oceans apart in their IBU have the same mm-hmm. hoppiness? So take my rating and evaluation of this beer with a grain of salt is what I'm saying. So I blame the Cheetos. Yeah. The salt lake kid. <laughs> so anyway, um, after all my, uh, caveats here is the disaster cast 
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very <laughs> novel recording of the American Pale Males podcast. Um, I'm Michael, one of your hosts, and with me is... Boy! <laughs> it's me, Jeremy. How are you? It's Jeremy, yes. Uh, I'm doing good. We just watched Phantasm. I've been threatening to make Michael watch this movie for quite some time. I like subjecting people. I don't know if that's right. No, word. I like was... subject. I, I like subjecting people to uh, weird horror movies from the late seventies and early eighties when they had to rely on imagination, right? Yeah, exactly. As opposed to cheap cuts and, and uh, like go. Well, gore? I mean, I, well, gore was that in that time too, but like there's a little bit of gore in that movie. But there, I and this is not to badmouth splatter films mm-hmm. because right, right. That, oh, yeah, that's the that's thing. in the pile. Um, I believe. Uh, <laughs> Peter Jackson has has ooh, three or four splatter movies before he made Lord of the Rings, and I think Dead Alive is in the pile for the next ones I'm right. going to subject Michael to. But like, um, I don't know, torture torture film? Like it wasn't a film. No, no, no. It's, it's and there's there's some gore in it with the ball and there, there, there's a small oh amount of gore in that movie. There's a few stabbings, but like, okay. I got. We got to take a step back. Okay. Yeah. Let's go back. So okay. So we saw Phantasm, but right now we're watching some uh, Tommaso versus Johnny Gargano. Gargano. Yeah. Yeah. So we're watching wrestling as we record this. We have an FDR, but we also recorded an FDR earlier. It's it's a, it's a very bizarre episode, much like the movie Phantasm. Um, let's. Time ha- plays no uh, role in Phantasm. And already, this is a good match. Oh yeah. As far as wrestling, but Phantasm. I gotta say, it, it's very bizarre. It's it was almost refreshing in how like simple it was, but simple not meaning bad. But like, the pacing was slower yep. than anything you'd see these days. the The tension was different than anything you'd see it, these it's, days. It's not is that guy gonna stab that woman? Right. Is this is this person gonna murder that person? There, there's not a lot of that going on. And like the take icon- that Percy Jackson. <laughs> yeah, as. Percy Jackson gets knocked out in this wrestling match. <laughs> it's not like, and the other thing I like too is, so like the DVD menu is this ball zipping around this mausoleum. It's it's a chrome ball about the size of a large grapefruit, right? And and that that ball is in the movie, but it's not really explained. No, in retrospect, no, not at all. no, it, it, <laughs> but it's there and it's frightening and it's weird and it Stick, kills somebody. Sticks out a couple of forks. I, I don't plows know. Plows into I, their head, and then a drill comes out, which also plows into their head, and it uh, expels blood and various very pink brain blood. matters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't even know if it was necessarily a person. I, this wrestling match is going on. This is so hilarious. What's going on? Oh, there's so much going on in my head and <laughs> on the screen right now. It's hard to put into words, and it wasn't like frightening. It was eerie it was it's very eerie it's unsettling unsettling i told jeremy while we were watching it like if they had modern making film techniques it could very easily be like an episode of stranger things maybe yeah but it almost superseded stranger things because stranger things is more like linear and there's like something to hook on to and this was i'm just like wait what is happening here there, there, there's oh we cut there, to the other scene there's, oh wait this there's is going a lot on. of dream logic going on phantasm. right it's a bit of a it's like, okay, what's Mike and Jody doing now? Right. And they cut over to like, oh, wait, hold on, wait, what? What happened? Oh, oh, okay, that, that, that happened. And then you, you fill in the blanks as the movie progresses. Right. 
like um, Mike was being pursued in this funeral home, and then he <laughs> he's standing there. Oh no, somebody's coming! And then instant cut. He's like hiding in a coffin. Like there's no like transition scene to him mm-hmm. like docking into a coffin. He's just in there, and then. But at the same time, it's well shot too. Like the cinematography, like working with what they had and oh, like yeah. really dark scenes and graveyards and dark houses. Mm-hmm. Like it's not poorly done. It's just different it's, it's from a different area and weird. So Phantasm, if you're allegedly knock need, I, I can't. <laughs> I assume I am. I haven't watched a horror movie in ages because I just don't watch that many movies. And I mean, this but, is the, this this is a good one. It's it's not a. It's not gonna like. It's not gonna ruin your day. Like right. uh, it's not gonna make you pee your pants or anything like it's, that. It's not the French new wave of horror, which is focused mostly on gore. This right. Movie, yeah. This movie is. Uh, it's it's bizarre. It's unsettling, but it's not dis. Well. The, it's disturbing, the, 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 but not the, like the mustard finger is disgusting. Yeah, it doesn't like make you want to like lurch up your lunch or anything like no, that. No, it's it's by no means a hostel or a saw or anything right. of that nature. And even it's, the yellow blood was like, why is the blood yellow? That's intriguing. Exactly it's, uh, from another plane. It's from another world. That something's going on here, and the end doesn't give you any answers. I no. understand. I understand that there's sequels, but maybe. They don't the deliver sequels beyond. Don't help. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The okay. sequels make it weirder. <laughs> the, the, the sequels are more uh, action focused. The, uh, the for those that are unfamiliar, the movie is a uh, uh, kid goes into a uh, cemetery. Mm-hmm. I, I once learned the difference between a graveyard and a cemetery, and okay. I don't quite remember. <laughs> but uh, uh, is cem- graveyard is a church, right? Okay, yeah. Unnamed third party <laughs> is uh, a graveyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And what, thirteen, fourteen? Yeah. Young young man is uh his parents are dead, his older brother is taking care of him, and his long haired, skulleted friend Reggie pops in every now and then to rip on the acoustic guitar. Yeah, yeah. And drive his ice cream truck around. It looks like and Paul Heyman. He does kind of look like Paul Heyman. Um, maybe with higher horseshoe on the hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh basically it's there's there's weird goings on at the uh funeral home. At the funeral home. And they're not exactly sure what's going on. And, you know, things get goofy. Unwind from there. They investigate. They're space, they're space dwarves, I guess, Yeah, they call them dwarves in the they movie. They do call them dwarves in the movie. Um, and There's it, a tuning fork that takes you to another... Maybe I'm getting too detailed here, but... Oh, I mean, you can't really explain it. Right, yeah. You have to watch it and just accept that, yes, <laughs> this is what's going it, on. It's, it's a movie where you just sort of have to roll with it. And there is a uh, four-barreled shotgun in the sequel. Oh, four-barrel. Four-barreled. Reggie makes a four-barreled shotgun in the sequel, and it's delightful. I have to say, firearms are prominent in this movie in a in a seventies way. Like it's <laughs> like it's just, almost they like they just leave guns and ammo lying around. Lying around, and it's almost like understandable to an extent, and then like insane to an extent too. Like. It can be both. There's children in this house, but and at the same time... He's a 13-year-old, and he knows how to pack a clip. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. The pump's in the back. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah. Very casually. He's all right saying, you know, whereas, you know, you or I would say, Hey, Jody, there's a pump shotgun in the back. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, pump's in the back. Yeah, right. There's a... Uh, yeah, somebody's chasing us in a unmanned <laughs> purse, which... <laughs> Is clearly, clearly manned, manned. in the, 
you know, cinematography, film sense. They, they really should have put, like, some sort of uh, black screen in front of that. Right, or, right. Or, like, angled the uh, the camera. I don't know. Yeah. But, I mean, it was the 70s. What are you going to do? But that, and I like that, though, because there's some, it's not egregious in the 70s-esque techniques, but it's like, so, you can, like understand what they were working with what they had it also kind of feeds into the dream logic of the movie where he's right like, yeah there's no one driving that mother or, yeah. or whatever it is they say right and it's like yeah there's no, somebody no, there's driving clearly, <laughs> there's clearly a grown stunt driver driving this thing i don't know what you're talking about mike but uh yeah but it's weird because they don't explain things and the the weird cuts are probably due to poor filmmaking Right. Technically poor filmmaking and or they just, just didn't doing have, with what you had and making do with what you had, yeah, because this it's not an expensive movie. But it's I almost find that refreshing. It's like you entrust the audience to fill in the gaps between this cut and that cut and you don't have to like spell it out, put it on a spoon like Yeah, the Oh, uh, the tall man the tall man walked like, over to this area of the house. No, you just No, it's just like oh he appeared holy like, crap, he's there and it's a mirror. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, boy. So, so now um, you need to go back and listen to those podcasts with uh, tell them Steve, Dave, and or Smod. I think right. there's a Smodcast with they're, them. They talk about Phantasm. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to Phantasm too. I'm glad you enjoyed it, Michael. Um, I was not really concerned, but slightly concerned mm-hmm. because it's a goofy movie. Yeah, it's pretty goofy, but I can appreciate that goofiness. And I, you really should grow out a beard like this man. Like, <laughs> oh, Tommaso Ciampa there. I mean, you've already got the uh, deltoids. Like, it's got to polish it off. Um, Jeremy, I have something for you here. I okay. think <laughs> I had to bring it, and we have a third party here. Unnamed third party, you are welcome to help. I hear you guys are really good at pub trivia. <laughs> In fact, we had a free pitcher. We did have a thanks free pitcher. to you too. Uh, here we go. We're going to do... Oh, no! Uh, it's back! Mike's vs. Machine, i.e. Jeremy. Jeremy, an unnamed third party. Freddy vs. Mike vs. Machine. Mike vs. Machine. So this is the Trivial Pursuit module? Hardware? Um, piece. Piece. Um, so it's some trivia, basically. That's given to us by this machine. All right, unnamed third party. First category is Science and Nature 2. Oh, this is perfect. What body part did Egyptian mummy makers extract the brain through? Nose, says unnamed third party. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. With a form of trepanning. The nose, very good. Sports and leisure. Hey, unnamed third party, you love leisure. What innovative, or innovative, 1997 PlayStation game obligated players to teach a cartoon dog to rap and dance. I know this one. I know unnamed this one. third party. Do you know this one? <sighs> uh, unnamed third party says no. This is Parappa the Rapper. I would concur. And that is correct. It's an early form of rock band. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, it really is. It really is. You're tapping the inputs on your uh, controller. I've never played the game, but I've listened to a lot of the songs. I can be a backpack while you jump. <laughs> people in places, too. Well, I hate people, so... <laughs> What does Faroe mean in the Faroe Islands? Codfish, sheep, or whale blubber? Uh, unnamed third party? F-A-R-O-E. It's some sort of fish. Or per, sheep per, or whale blubber. 
person is doing uh, a, a C. <laughs> or she's in a gang. I whoa, 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 you rivals. So you think it is a whale blubber? The Faroe Islands. That seems I have reasonable. No clue, but I mean, it seems good to me. It is sheep. All right, machine one. People two. Two. Right. We're, we're still good. Can't say I had a better idea about that one than. Ooh, and this wrestling match goes on. Oh yeah, this one gets bloody. Entertainment two. This is right up your alley. Unnamed third party. What TV show brought Jim Carrey to national prominence with characters like Fire, Fire Marshal Bill? Bill? No? You're too young for this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, thank Okay, Boom, okay she saved it. Yeah, and uh, Living, Living Color. That is 100% correct. Yeah. Let me show you something. Machine, <laughs> machine agrees. <laughs> in Living Color, yes. The uh, weigh-ins. So they, uh, they occasionally the show that on FX on like 6 in the morning. Mm-hmm. So when I can't sleep on the weekends mm-hmm. and I wake up way too early and I come out and flip it on, I'll sometimes see that in it. I loved it when I was younger. <laughs> oh, yeah. Me too, yeah. But uh, it's early it, FX. <laughs> like, uh, when they just showed when, that in like a spin city. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Here we go. How many women were featured on... National Geographic's timeline of oh, the human race from 3000 BC to 2000 AD. Five. I don't know. I'm saying five. Uh, okay, unnamed third party says three. She's let's, let's skeptical. Three. Jeremy says five. I'll say four. We'll see who's right. That's fair. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> ah! We defeated the machine, so good job, everyone. I can see why you guys win pitchers and wine tastings oh, yeah, at all yeah, your yeah. trivia outings. Damn. $50 at the Tin Roost. In yeah, Florida. that's pretty good, too. So, And now we've got some uh, exposed plywood in this match. The wrestling match is getting intense. It, it gets it gets loopy. They haven't even gotten any... I mean, the, the ref is wearing some latex gloves. Now, Jeremy, tell us about the beer that we had while watching Phantasm as we watched this wrestling match. So, Michael, the beer we had earlier was Spicoli, a triple IPA from Iowa Brewing Company out of Cedar Rapids, Iowa. We got some flavor text. Okay. Throw on your favorite pair of checkered vans, bud. Let's party. Brewed with Columbus, Eureka, Simcoe, Strata, and experimental 07270 hops to provide a juicy nose and dank finish with hints of pine and resin throughout. This beer has a touch of toasted rye, spelt, oats, and wheat malt for plenty of body. Pairs perfectly with a dry mouth. It's not as dank as that would expect. It's... It's hairy. More traditional IPA, but yes, it's it's pretty hairy. Do we have the ABV? 11. I think that rang true. But it, it, it didn't really show up there. Like It wasn't like... Well, it's concealed, but it, the it's, concealment it's, it's, was pretty smack to the face, I thought. I thought it was a little smack to the face-ish. A little bit. What's your experience with them as a regional? They Their basic beers are not the best. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a good... It's kind of a steam. It's mm-hmm. like an Iowa... They call it the Iowa Comet. Tragedy of the Common mm-hmm. is pretty good. Um, I've had good experiences with their Sour series. The, okay. Uh, the uh, Diddly series, as I've brought up on the show before. The, I thought that was Exile. No? No. Exile is the Bohemian series. Oh, uh, nice. Iowa Brewing Company is the... Uh, the uh, the Diddley series, as in fine and dandy, like sour candy. Yes, I had the strawberry rhubarb Diddley before I saw Jason Isabel this past year. Mm-hmm. 
I've had a bottle of the peach diddly. They do not bottle a lot, but they do bottle some. And that was one of them, and it was fantastic. Their basic IPAs are just, they're, I mean, for lack of a better word, they're basic. Mm-hmm. But they do what they do, and they do it well. But the Spicoli, I thought, was, it's a swing for the fences. There's no subtlety there. It's there's like, we're no, going for a triple IPA. There's no half measures, as Walter White was. <laughs> so, as the IPA... The resident hophead? Yes, on the show. What is your take on this triple IPA? I like it quite a bit. It's very, very hoppy, as one might expect. Extremely. It also has a very thick body, as one also might expect mm-hmm. out of a triple. I gave it 4.25. Ooh, okay. It's... Personally, I could have used a little bit more stink to it. Yeah, it, it, the hops aren't subtle. They're not subtle, but I feel like they're used more for bitterness as opposed to yes. aroma. That's what I, yeah, that's what I'm going for. There's the hops are very bitter, and they're not. This isn't a juicy IPA. No. This isn't a brute IPA. It's an <laughs> IPA. It's it's an IPA in the original sense of the word. Um, it's like. Puts out its cigar and smacks you around with a white glove. It's like Champa throwing the smackdown <laughs> on Gargano. A beard, yeah, popping a vein on both sides of his head. Um, so, and I can appreciate it on that level of cranking it up, but obviously this stupid caveat out Rate there. With your heart, I'm going to go three point five. That's fair because I know I was shooting for the stars, and even if you miss, you'll end up among the wait. That, I don't know. But it just wasn't my cup of tea. Uh, yeah, I'm a fan of the newer IPA that's anything but bitter, but this one was <laughs> just bitter, it almost seemed like. But it did that so he's, well that I can't really fault it for that. Almost, it, it was almost like the IPA version of a, a very tan, bald, bearded Italian man wearing camouflage pants. <laughs> It's like if uh, that if camouflage were hops, much like a uh, champa. Yeah, yeah. And uh, oh, this is we're watching this wrestling match, and it's it's getting brutal by the minute. Oh, it gets worse. Much uh, much like phantasm, but we'll, we'll not make, as we odd. I guess it's it's there, there's fewer corpses, so fewer. <laughs> but again, there's only like ten cast members in that movie at the same yeah, time. Yeah, true. <laughs> um. No women. They were pretty much extras, I guess. Well, they were there, but they were just like, oh, yeah, she died. <laughs> so um, I guess we're going to leave you with that. I mean, this is much like Phantasm as a weird movie. This is a weird episode. I don't know if the... Oh, that's the wedding ring mm-hmm. between Gargano and... Um, Candice LeRae. Candice LeRae, and Chomp just threw it. He's got a... Most, most wrestlers shave their chests and bellies these days. And oh, we're, oh, that's snap. a reversal. Oh, oh, God, that's gross. Okay. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll, we're going to throw it to Michael and Jeremy back in the studio, guys. All right. We're back again. We're going to cut in here because obviously that episode ended very abruptly because <laughs> I had to go. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> my ride was there. So I was like, okay, thanks for listening. Bye. Um, here is, though, Jeremy and I, uh, again, spinning yarns at the Sanctuary, enjoying some eyeing our Oktoberfest. This My was really fun. Sanctuary. Um, not just the recording, but th- that whole oh, time yeah. we were there. Um, it's, it's a good place. I really like it. Yeah, and uh, I think we did make a good choice in our picture, but I think we... Me too. It, that could have really gone sideways. Yeah. 
yeah, if we got like a 12 percenter, but this was mm -hmm. good the whole way. Uh, I think we talk about it more, so we'll just throw to us right now. Take it away, us. All right, so this is going to be a mobile FDR where we find a beer, drink a beer, and rate a beer. Or is it going to be a uh, roving uh, beer break? I don't know. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll hammer it out to something. Michael, we are at the sanctuary established in 1972 uh, here in Iowa City. What did we have? Well, let me back off a little bit before we get into what we had. I had to make it special because, and make at least get this on tape because this is an excellent pub bar whatever you want to call it so. it smells of old wood here and uh <laughs> yeah it does. best selection of beer in iowa city Jeremy. yes it, it is superb so dogfish head new holland european Sam smith saint bernardus saint bernardus <laughs> is on tap constantly so i mean it's a landmark we had to do it um, and I had a free pitcher. That's the thing. So this was challenging, actually, because it was. like you don't because we didn't want to blow it out of the water and get we didn't want to get um Firestone wa Walker Sticky Monkey Barrel Aged Quad <laughs> Raw Sugars Coconuts and Oak at twelve point five percent. Nor nor did we want to get uh, New Holland's Dragon Milk Roasty Vanilla All Dancing in an Oak Bath at eleven percent. What do they say on a? Uh, Dave's a thunder. Wrong on beer. Yeah, you didn't want to get... <laughs> um, making fettuccine Alfredo, blacked fettuccine. out drunk. <laughs> yeah, so... We, so we're trying to think on, like, what... Masticcioli. <laughs> what beer can we have that's, like, solid, but, I mean, all of them are solid on the list. A technically sessionable beer, because I have to drive us home. Right, yeah. Um, so what can we do a picture of for that? And Jeremy called it out. I think you made an excellent choice. It worked out well. Einger Oktoberfest Marzen. Bavarian barley beer from the Alps. So it's a, it's a classic German Oktoberfest. Yeah. Not made in Munich, I don't think, but made in Eying. Bavaria? Bavaria. <laughs> but still Bavarian. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jeremy, I think this is going to be like the standard candle. Oh, God, yes. Because we're going to do a series of, I don't know if this comes out way before then, way right beforehand. We're banking things. Yeah, but in any case, to hold, we have a few pumpkin beers. I know that's not Oktoberfest. We have a few Oktoberfests lined up. And this is, I think this is going to be the standard candle to compare it to. This is a really good beer, especially because I assume this is fresh if it's here at the Sanctuary, uh -huh. established 1972. Yeah, it's, it's excellent. Um, so it's a classic, deep, kind of coppery color. Um... It's malts on malts on malts. Very malty. It's roasted malts, but it's not like charred yeah. roasted. A, a nice subtle roast on the malt. It's right. Brown beer. Right. And with that copper color comes a slightly metallic and like not a bad metallic taste. A certain component of the malt has this like little. It's got tang. Pennyish. Tang. To it. Tang. A little tang. The thing I love about these when they're done right Oktoberfest when they're done right is the crisp oh, God, factor yes. it's very crisp just so solid so iconic Michael I'm giving it a 4.5 oh you're going in right for the yep. rating it's good it's good it's so good I'm gonna give it a um, 4.5 that's what I gave it Okay, I thought you said 2.5. Nope, 4.5. But you're rating on untapped, Jeremy. You showed me your phone earlier. I changed it. You changed Okay, things change. I'm a wild card. So I do what I please. We're both at 4.5 with this a solid. It's so good. It's, it's on a draft. German. Yeah, and it's on draft. That helps so much. 
just a solid Oktoberfest. Um, I'm sure we're going to get more into notes about the style and stuff here. But Yeah, we'll, 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 well, we can maybe tag this on a later one. Right. When we're like, this one isn't as good as the Einger. Yeah. <laughs> right. Bavarian barley beer from the Alps. <laughs> I gotta say one, a few things about Sanctuary. First of all, this is, you won the pitcher doing trivia, I so did. congratulations. Well, it, was, it was second place trivia. What's first place price? Twenty-five dollar gift card. So the goal was to find a pitcher that was twenty-five dollars. <laughs> I don't think we did that, we but we got get close. There. We well, probably yeah, could have done that. Oh, no doubt we could have done it. We're not gonna be greedy though. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the second thing I remember about this is um, when friend of the show Steve came here. <laughs> For Halloween, he was dressed up as Pikachu. Steve-a-chew. Steve-a-chew. He had a, like the, uh, again, Always Sunny in Philadelphia reference, green man suit. It was a yellow But man. except it was yellow. And he had a Pikachu, like, little uh, hat on, I guess you could say. And he could walk around with his face covered in a yellow oh mask. Oh, God, I know where you're going with this. Yes. And so at this bar, he was offered a free <laughs> beer if he drank, drank it through the, the mask. Yep. Yeah. And oh God! He gross. obliged, and I just remember the foam mustache. The foam mustache, the stain on his oh, mouth. Oh God! So that's what I think of when I think of Sanctuary. That's what happens at Iowa City's classy bars. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see if this is an FDR or beer brag. We'll use it. We'll use it either way. Um, and this beer is pretty undeniable. This bar is pretty undeniable. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, we'll leave it at that. Peace. Peace. And again, we're back, and I don't. Hi. <laughs> I don't think anywhere in there we did any sort of social media plugs. Yeah, probably not. I don't think probably we closed not. out the show, again, because of the abrupt ending. So catch us on Twitter, Facebook. Email us at apmpod at gmail.com. Follow us on Untapped. We're host Emeritus Mike. Keeps up with our ratings there. And like, review, and subscribe, all that. Can you like a podcast? I don't know. Is that a thing you can do? Probably. I don't know. Anyway, you've heard enough of us babbling this episode, so let's wrap it up there for Jeremy I've been Michael. For Michael, I have been Jeremy. And this has been American Pale Males. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>